The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's another brand new week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, February 20th, 2023. Monday of the seventh week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saints today are Saints Jacinta and Francisco Marto. Jacinta was born in 1910 and died in 1920. Francisco, born in 1908, died in 1919. Now between May and October in 1917, They were two of the three Portuguese shepherd children who received apparitions of Our Lady near Fatima, a city 110 miles north of Lisbon. Mary asked the children to return to that spot on the 13th of each month for the next six months. She also asked them to pray the rosary to obtain peace for the world and the end of the war. They were to pray for sinners and for the conversion of Russia, which was soon to fall under communism. Less than two years later, Francisco died of influenza. Jacinta died of influenza in Lisbon in 1920, offering her suffering for the conversion of sinners, peace in the world, and the Holy Father. Their cousin, Lucia dos Santos, became a Carmelite nun. She died in 2005. Saints Jacinta and Francisca Marto, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, Intercede for me. You tell us in today's Gospel, Jesus, that as you were coming down from the mountain of the Transfiguration, you came upon your disciples arguing with the scribes. A man had brought his son, possessed by a demon, to be cured by you. And in your absence, your disciples decided to try this exorcism. They have seen you do it many times, and in fact, You had sent them to preach before, and had given them the power to cast out demons. So that's why, I guess, 
They dared to try it. But it didn't quite work. The unclean spirit wouldn't go away. I imagine the apostles trying one after another. Andrew, maybe, saying to the father, Let's see, bring him here to me. You unclean and pestilent spirit, <laughs> get out of that child at once. But nothing happened. Then maybe Philip, wait, let me try. Evil spirits, in the name of Jesus, come out of this child. <laughs> nothing happened. Maybe Matthew, a tax collector, comes forward and says, wait, I'll do it. You evil spirit, go to hell now. <laughs> but it didn't work. Maybe even someone suggested, why don't we try all together? Let's see if it works. Ready, steady. You, unclean spirit, go away. <laughs> but nothing happened, and the father of the child was desperate by now. And then you, Jesus, came back from Mount Tabor with Peter and James and John, and you asked what was going on. Teacher, the father explained to you disheartened. I have brought to you my son, possessed by a mute spirit. Wherever it seizes him, it throws him down, he foams at the mouth, grinds his teeth, and becomes rigid. And I asked your disciples to drive it out, but, but they were unable to do so. He sounds disappointed. Your disciples were unable to do so. Now, obviously, they lacked faith, the father of the child and the disciples as well. But you, Jesus, seeing that many people were already beginning to gather around, you exclaimed, Dumb and deaf spirits, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And it was said and done. The child was cured in that instant. And then comes the part where I wanted to stop in this time of prayer with you, Jesus. Your disciples were a little frustrated. <laughs> they had said the same things to the unclean spirit, but it had paid less attention to them than I do to commercials on YouTube, right? And we read that afterwards, when they were alone, they asked you, why couldn't we drive the spirit out? And you said, this kind can only come out through prayer and fasting. Now, fasting does not appear in all the Greek manuscripts, but in most of them. That's right. To cast out this evil spirit, it was not enough to say the right words, to follow the ritual. <laughs> it took prayer and mortification. Now, think about it. I'm sure that you have people in mind that you have been praying for who seem to have a hard time getting closer to God. You've been waiting for years for people or situations to change, perhaps with the same frustration of the apostles. But nothing is changing. Why couldn't we drive the Spirit out? They tell of a priest who went to see St. John Mary Vianney, the cure of ours. And he told the saint that no matter how much he tried, how much... He prepared his homilies, or how many hours he spent in the confessional, how many vigils and novenas and missions he organized. Nothing worked. He told him that he had tried everything. And the curé of ours said to him, Well, let's see. You have prayed, shed tears, groaned and sighed. But 
Have you fasted? Have you spent nights in prayer? Have you slept on the floor? <laughs> have you used corporal mortification? For until you have done all these things, you have not tried everything. You see, souls are expensive. To save them, it takes prayer and sacrifice. If souls are not coming back to you, Jesus, perhaps it's because we haven't suffered for them. We haven't fasted for them. We haven't offered enough sacrifices and mortifications. We haven't paid the price. It would be like complaining that the Coke machine won't give me a can. You have never inserted a coin. <laughs> when bringing souls to Christ, no pain, no gain. You can't expect conversions without sacrifices. But sometimes we are anxious to find out what else we can do, what else we can say, what books or documentaries or arguments we can use to bring souls closer to you, Jesus. And we forget that the effectiveness is still on the cross. When St. John Mary Vianney arrived in Ars, it was a village with very little religious practice. Only a few women and one man went to Mass. And when he arrived at his parish, he knelt down and prayed aloud, My God, grant me the conversion of my parish. I consent to suffer as much as you wish for the rest of my life, for a hundred years, the most intense pains, as long as my people are converted. Well, have you ever prayed like that? For with the same words he insisted during his prayer before the tabernacle, and many days at dawn he was still there in prayer. St. John the Twenty-Third said of him, You cannot begin to speak of St. John Mary Vianney without automatically calling to mind the picture of a priest who was outstanding in a unique way in mortification. This led him to abstain almost completely from food and from sleep, to carry out the hardest kinds of penances, and to deny himself with great strength of soul. About fasting, he would boil some potatoes and leave them in a basket for several days, and when he was hungry, he would eat one and return to the confessional. <laughs> he often fasted for days at a time. He slept on a bare mattress, on the floor, and sometimes on a bundle of firewood in the cellar. <laughs> he made the resolution never to enjoy the fragrance of a flower, never to taste fruit or drink during the hottest heat of the summer. When he was on his knees, he would not rest his elbows on the kneeler. He never complained. You see, by the end of his life, all ours had been converted. Everyone went to Mass, most of them every single day. <laughs> Thousands came to his confessional from all over France. So, you see, saints who bore the most apostolic fruits didn't do so by their preaching, by writing beautiful books, or by being popular. They were the most penitent. They paid for souls. Like you and me, saints faced the same evil spirits that only go away with real prayer and fasting. We will begin Lent in a couple of days. It is time of penance. Well, maybe in your prayer, 
we can prepare for Lent with a new list of sacrifices. Generous, demanding. Do you want that person to come closer to God? Remember the words of the Curie of Ars. Have you fasted for that person? Have you mortified your sleep, your food, your curiosity for that person? My Mother Immaculate, help me to be generous in my mortifications, in my sacrifices, to be able to drive away those demons that only live with prayer and fasting. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, February 20th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth, mouth will, will proclaim your praise. Your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is He who set it on the seas, on the waters He made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. 
Let him enter the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, He shines. Our God comes he keeps silence no longer. Before him, fire devours. Around him, tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. 
He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render Him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips? you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds, you who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime, you who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation and always giving thanks to you. I I want want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord. Your God. From the book of Ecclesiastes, I said to myself, Come now, let me try you with pleasure and the enjoyment of good things. But behold, 
This too was vanity. Of laughter I said, Mad, and of mirth, What good does this do? I thought of beguiling my senses with wine, though my mind was concerned with wisdom and taking up folly until I should understand what is best for man to do under the heavens during the limited days of their life. I went on to the consideration of wisdom, madness, and folly, and I saw that wisdom has the advantage over folly as much as light has the advantage over darkness. The wise man has eyes in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I knew that one lot befalls both of them. So I said to myself, if the fool's lot is to befall me also, why then should I be wise? Where is the profit for me? And I concluded in my heart that this too is vanity. Neither of the wise man nor of the fool will there be an abiding remembrance, for in days to come both will have been forgotten. How is it that the wise man dies as well as the fool? Therefore I loathed life, since for me the work that is done under the sun is evil, for all is vanity and a chase after the wind. And I detested all the fruits of my labor under the sun, because I must leave them to a man who is to come after me, and who knows whether he will be a wise man or a fool. Yet he will have control over the fruits of my wise labor under the sun. This also is vanity. So my feelings turn to despair of all the fruits of my labor under the sun. For here is a man who has labored with wisdom and knowledge and skill, and to another who has not labored over it, he must leave his property. This also is vanity and a great misfortune. For what profit comes to a man from all the toil and anxiety of heart with which he has labored under the sun? All his days sorrow and grief are his occupation. Even at night his mind is not at rest. This also is vanity. There is nothing better for man than to eat and drink and provide himself with good things by his labor. Even this I realized is from the hand of God. For who can eat or drink apart from him? For to whatever man he sees fit, he gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he gives the task of gathering possessions to be given to whatever man God sees fit. This also is vanity and a chase after wind. God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to the man who pleases him, but to the sinner he gives a weary heart and a foolish eagerness to heap together riches. This, this is, is vanity and a, and a chasing, chasing after, after the wind. The love of money is the root of all evil, and some men in their greed have brought upon themselves many bitter sorrows. This, this is, is vanity and, and a chasing after the wind. From a homily on Ecclesiastes by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. We shall be blessed with clear vision if we keep our eyes fixed on Christ, for he, as Paul teaches, is our head, and there is in him no shadow of evil. St. Paul himself, and all who have reached the same heights of sanctity, had their eyes fixed on Christ, and so have all who live and move 
and have their being in him. As no darkness can be seen by anyone surrounded by light, so no trivialities can capture the attention of anyone who has his eyes on Christ. The man who keeps his eyes upon the head and the origin of the whole universe has them on virtue in all its perfection. He has them on truth, on justice, on immortality, and on everything else that is good, for Christ is goodness itself. The wise man then turns his eyes toward the one who is his head, and the fool gropes in darkness. No one who puts his lamp under a bed instead of on a lampstand will receive any light from it. People are often considered blind and useless when they make the supreme good their aim and give themselves up to the contemplation of God. But Paul made a boast of this and proclaimed himself a fool for Christ's sake. The reason he said, we are fools for Christ's sakes, was that his mind was free from all earthly preoccupations. It was as though he said, we are blind to the life here below because our eyes are raised toward the one who is our head. And so without board or lodging, he traveled from place to place, destitute, naked, exhausted by hunger and thirst. When men saw him in captivity, flogged, shipwrecked, led about in chains, they could scarcely help thinking him a pitiful sight. Nevertheless, even while he suffered all this at the hands of men, he always looked toward the one who is the head, and he asked, What can separate us from the love of Christ, which is in Jesus? Can affliction or distress? In persecution, hunger, nakedness, danger, or death? In other words, what can force me to take my eyes from him, who is my head, and to turn them toward things that are contemptible? He bids us follow his example. Seek the things that are above, he says, which is only another way of saying, keep your eyes on Christ. As the eyes of servants are on the hands of their masters, so our eyes are fixed on the Lord our God as we wait for him to have mercy on us. I am the light of the world. No one who follows me will ever walk in darkness, but he will have the light of life. So our eyes are fixed on the Lord our God as we wait for him to have mercy on us. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that always pondering spiritual things we may carry out in both word and deed that which is pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is next. After that, it's In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. On Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's Monday, February 20th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord finds that some of his apostles have tried unsuccessfully to expel a demon. He takes over. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. When they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd about them, and scribes arguing with them. Immediately all the crowd, when they saw Jesus, were greatly amazed, and ran up to him and greeted him. He asked them, What are you discussing with them? Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a dumb spirit. Wherever it seizes him, it dashes him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. When the Spirit saw Jesus, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he had this? From childhood, and it has often cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have pity on us and help us. If you can, all things are possible to him who believes. I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit. You dumb and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. After crying out and convulsing the boy terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse. He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. When he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, prayer is essential, of course. But prayer doesn't always consist of words. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. We can see that their failure to cure the possessed boy weighed on the hearts of the disciples, since when they returned from the recorded incident, they asked the Lord privately, Why could we not cast it out? And the Lord gave them a reply that must be very useful for us in our apostolate. He said, This kind of demon cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. It is only with prayer that we will overcome the stubborn obstacles that balk our progress, manage to overcome temptations ourselves, and help many of our friends to find Christ. Commenting on this passage of the Gospel, the Venerable Bede explains that in teaching the apostles how to expel this particular wicked demon, 
Our Lord shows us all how we should live and how prayer is the sure way to overcome even the greatest of temptations. But prayer does not consist of only the words with which we invoke God's mercy. It is also what we offer to God in sincere worship, moved by faith. All our work and every deed should be a pledge to the Lord and be therefore full of fruit. We should reinforce our prayer with deeds of virtue, with work that is well done, with the effort to improve ourselves in that very point in which we want our friend to improve. This attitude towards God also opens the way for an increased access of faith in the soul. It is only in prayer, in the intimacy of a face-to-face and personal dialogue with God, which opens up the mind and heart, that the man of faith can deepen his understanding of God's will with respect to his own life and to everything related to it. Let us ask our Lord frequently to increase our faith. Let us ask for it in the apostolate when the fruits seem to be a long time in coming. Let us ask for more faith with respect to ourselves and our personal defects or to the defects of those around us when it perhaps begins to look as if those defects are insuperable. Let us ask for it when we see ourselves as miserably inadequate for doing all that God wants of us. All these are reasons to cry out, Lord, increase our faith. Thus the apostles prayed when, in spite of having seen and heard Christ himself, they felt their confidence shaken. Jesus never refuses his help. Throughout the day that lies ahead and throughout every succeeding day, we will feel the need to say, Lord, don't leave me alone to rely on my own strength, because left to myself I can't do anything. The prayer of that good father we hear about inspires us to go to Jesus with our plea for a greater faith. We too now, after this time of meditation, can speak the same words to him. Lord, I do believe. I've been brought up to believe in you. I have decided to follow you closely. Repeatedly during my life I have implored your mercy. And repeatedly, too, I have thought it impossible that you could perform such marvels in the hearts of your children. Lord, I do believe, but help me to believe more and better. Let us address this same plea to Our Lady, Mother of God, and our Mother, and Teacher of Faith. Blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen before the hour, and we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, 
my King, and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. 
The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May May we we give glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters that with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin, and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.